Introverts Guide to the Apocalypse, the podcast that's here to keep you warm on those long, cold nights in the nuclear winter. I am Josephine Reilly. And I'm Zombie Tia. And today is Friday the 13th. Hooray! And it happens to be one of my favorite days of the year. And to celebrate, we're talking about one of my favorite subjects. We're going to be talking about zombies. Yay. When we first just talk, <laughs> when we first decided <laughs> we were going to talk about zombies, we just decided there was too many different kinds of zombies, and so they were just going to have to have different episodes. So we decided to do this fun little thing where we're going to either watch the movie, read a book, play the game. And if it's a book or a movie, we're going to rate the movie or book. So, you know, we're, we're not good at rating things. <laughs> but we decided to have a general like rating system. We're going to rate on created it. Create. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, you're doing great. I love it. Creativeness, special effects, storyline, and gore. And it's going to be a system from one to five machetes. So what are, what kind of zombies are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the zombies from the movie 28 Days Later. This movie was filmed in 2002, which was a ridiculous long time ago, as it turns out, and not 10 years ago, like my brain thought. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I saw that movie a few years ago. Yeah. The last time I watched this movie was in 2012. So it's been a hot minute since I last watched it, and I didn't realize then that it had been recorded in 2002. So it's been a really hot minute. <laughs> yeah, I remember like watching this when I was really young is the thing. And I didn't find it scary, but I loved it. So there's that. But uh, here we I go. love this movie. Yeah. Like I get so much nostalgia. I think about freaking Saturday night going down to Blockbuster. Oh God, <laughs> right. Renting whatever zombie movies. And then... Going home and eating popcorn. Dude, I seriously miss Blockbuster. Like, I miss right? it a lot. That like, used to be good times. Yeah, it's just Redbox is not the same. Streaming movies is convenient, but it's not the same. It's just not oh. the same as walking into a Blockbuster and them trying to sell you the overpriced candy to go with everything. All right. Just looking into their cold, dead eyes as they're trapped there. <laughs> So, all right. Right, so, you go in like right before closing on Saturday night, and they're just like, "Please kill me now." They just want to go home. I don't know. They could be on the covers of those zombie movies. It's they fine. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so I'm gonna go in with the synopsis real quick. It's very short. So, 
Four weeks after a mysterious incurable virus spreads throughout the UK, a handful of survivors try to find a sanctuary. And I feel like this synopsis doesn't really actually cover it at all. No, that is the shortest synopsis I, I think anyone could have ever written. <laughs> I know, and it's just like a tiny little bit of that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah that I yeah, no. <laughs> I would never even guess it was a zombie movie from that, honestly. <laughs> no, right? Which, I really did like that they did the virus the way they did in this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Though the, the it's, opening it's scene... It's well explained. Yeah. Like, you know why, where it came from, mm-hmm. how fast it uh, infects people immediately, and I really appreciate that with this movie. Yeah. I did not appreciate the monkey strapped down watching various things on TV screens, though, because I didn't really... What point did it have? Yeah, I don't understand how, like, that would bring out violent tendencies. But how would that create a virus? So that part... Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. <laughs> like, well, that, that was their explanation. Yeah. What the fuck science, I guess. <laughs> I mean, forget it. Well, in what I was reading about the movie, the virus was based on or derived from Ebola. So it's like, what does what does this have to do with anything? Why is this monkey watching TV? <laughs> yeah, why is he watching war and stuff? I, I don't get it. You guys, like, where did you get your science degrees? I think we need to talk. And let's let's talk about the fact that this science lab has like no freaking security oh i know (laughs) right if if you know your monkeys are contagious and that they have this horrible rage virus uh, can we please invest in at least a couple security guards like (laughs) Like, a giant iron door like something like just any form of security whatsoever like how do those people even get in there like leave one lone scientist to to protect these monkeys yeah. really really <laughs> and they obviously weren't the brightest people because they were like oh this monkey's infected i'm still gonna let it go oh yeah he's like screaming at them and they're just like no we gotta save the monkeys it's like and, yeah like i didn't even feel bad for that girl for getting her face bit off no nah, man she was asking for it oh yeah for <laughs> sure <laughs> wow the monkey- even snarling at her and stuff yeah so, it's like she never like, learned how animals work if an animal is showing aggressive aggression towards you you don't approach it like yeah you don't <laughs> unlock it hey <laughs> no just uh, yeah so i remember this movie being like filmed a lot better than it was also but see, that's how I feel about like old video games too yeah. is i remember them being like high definition and so realistic and then like two years ago i played grand theft auto san andreas for the first time in god knows how long and i was like oh my god <laughs> this looks like crap <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh when i was little there was a particular scene in the resident evil video game that scared the bejesus out of me i'm like full trauma and uh-huh. then i was watching the game be played as an adult and i was like what the fuck these graphics what happened to me like you know what that's like because people who don't know us we've been friends for a very 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 long time as in it's been 21 years now let's celebrate our friendship with drinking (laughs) but one of our biggest things we used to do when we were little is we played the legend of zelda ocarina of time on repeat 
for like oh my God. 10 years. <laughs> yeah, like how many times did we play through that game? We just basically started over as soon as we finished it every time. Every time. But that reminds me of those creatures in the Shadow Temple that you oh. hated. Oh, the giant so it, hands, yes. Yeah. I can't think of what their names I are. Can't re I can't remember what they're called now. But I replayed Ocarina of Time three years ago, and it was the same thing. It's like, oh, these graphics. And I played it on the N64 because I still have it. Of course. You never get rid so, of the 64. Right? It's a classic. Mm -hmm. So I replayed it, and I just, it was the same thing. It's like, these graphics. And it's like, why did this scare us so oh, much? No. <laughs> Those hands were terrifying. Like... And I replayed it not all that long ago either. And I remember just like this fear in my chest because I remembered that childhood fear. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, no. Exactly. Wow, we are off topic. <laughs> but you know what? That's okay because Legend of Zelda is the best. Fight me. <laughs> oh, man. Like, come at me, bro. It's 100%. <laughs> all right. Well, so our hero, Jim, wakes up butt-ass naked in the hospital. Yeah. Why doesn't he have any blankets? Why doesn't he have, like, a gown on? I don't understand. Why doesn't he have a catheter? <laughs> Why doesn't he have a catheter? It's, like... Yeah, exactly. Like, he... Oh, man. Can you imagine? Because he doesn't have a catheter. So he should be covered in his, for one. Yeah. He should be laying in his own feces. Oh, yeah. Like, like, that should have... Been a horrible scene, honestly. I mean, and it's the room itself is so weird because it's like so tossed about, and yeah, it's trashed. And then he's just there. <laughs> it's like what? He's just lying there, like he's still hooked up to needles and stuff. But yeah, other than that, I don't. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I'm just like that, and. I love it and hate it. It's just like a very typical beginning. And I'm not mad at it because this is from 2002. So I know a lot of things like The Walking Dead or have been like made after this. Mm -hmm. But it just kind of feels like most movies and games, they start off with you like alone in the hospital. And I, I hate hospitals. So that's yeah. kind of my worst nightmare. But Oof. whatever. <laughs> you can almost get into Silent Hill on this now. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I wouldn't be so mad about, and I'm not mad, I guess. I wouldn't be so upset about coma things if they were more realistic. And I mean, none of us want to want to watch a grown ass man pull a catheter out, but <laughs> no. we're already seeing his penis. So, <laughs> right. Like, they, if they could just, honestly, if you're going to show full frontal, you can see that there's a catheter there. Oh, yeah. You don't, you can skip the whole him ripping a balloon out of his penis because well, it's, it's awful. Me <laughs> Just thinking but, about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But, but here's the thing, like, at least have him limp a little, like, yeah. through the hospital. This guy, like, he's not been moving for at least four weeks. And we don't know when his bicycle got hit before then, so it's four plus weeks. He shouldn't be able to walk at all. No, he should be at least struggling somewhat. Come on, guys. And he should be, like, skin and bone. Haven't we ever heard of atrophy? <laughs> Starvation? Yeah. Dehydration? Something? Yeah, just, like, basically anything. It would have been a good chance to, like, have another character in there, because if there had been a character taking care of him... That, it would have made a lot more sense, but also... 
how sweet would that be? Like yeah. some like nurse or something just like hiding out in the hospital trying to take care of these patients. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Like that, they'd be the real hero. And then you know, as soon as this guy woke up, like she'd be eaten. So <laughs> oh, no, that's just that's just the nature of the beast. <laughs> I don't want that. I want I want a strong, kind nurse to make it through the whole movie because she knows how to wash her fucking hands. So <laughs> yes, please and thank you. And she washes them regularly. She yeah. just doesn't wait until there's an outbreak to go buy hand soap. Yeah. Wash your hands, you filthy people. <laughs> that is my rant for today, or at least one of them. <laughs> I had pointed this out to you before, but I still find it really funny that we picked this movie that had to do with a virus while there's a virus outbreak. So. Oh my god, right? <laughs> like, okay. So, I feel like this is perfect, like... I think we picked the per perfect thing for this episode because we're like, oh, it's going to be released on Friday the 13th. Yes, it has to be a zombie movie. It's going to be great. And then there's this huge outbreak going on. It's like, all right. And then behind the scenes, guys, it's taken a lot to get here. Oh, my God. It has. It's taken so much. You don't even know. But that's okay. I, but anyways. Like, this episode's a bit cursed. Let's not lie. Yeah, we're... Yeah. <laughs> so if we mess up, we're just going to roll with it this time because it's a long time coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, sorry no, in advance. Yeah, sorry. So continuing on with it, the the one scene I did really like was the church scene. Like he walks into this church and it's full of corpses, like tons oh, yeah. of corpses. And I just, I feel like it's not something that you really see a whole lot. Right. It's and, just so many. And I just, I wonder, because they don't look like zombies. Mm -mm. Like, obviously, like, a few minutes later, when he says, hello, you notice there are, like, a couple, but the majority don't look like they've been infected. They all look like they were sitting in pews, and I'm wondering if it was, like, a mass suicide. So, I'm, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame them. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't either. Like, these zombies are fast. and Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather off myself than be eaten by a zombie, so. Yeah, these zombies are fast, and the infection is quick, and it's just, it's a horrible way to end. Mm -hmm. And, like, I understand why Jim's parents killed themselves, too, yeah. which is so tragic. That is tragic. But I really did. I loved when the zombies, like, stood up to and just kind of stared at him. And it was just, like, right? this awkward pause. Yeah, it gave me, like, the old, old school horror um, yeah. vibe. Of when, like, they just look at each other and there's the creepy music and I just, I, I eat it up. <laughs> it's oh, great. Right. And this show, this movie did so well with its music. Like. Oh, yeah. I it's, it's loved awesome. it. <laughs> like, it had a great soundtrack for it. Um, so what did I you. Love, oh, I love, I love um, him being, I love him grabbing all that soda from the hospital. Like, what the hell? Right. But I love it because at first, when he first did that, I was like, dude, why would you go grab a whole bunch of soda? Because you should be looking for like water or like Gatorade or something like that. But now he just grabs a whole like plastic bag full of soda. But I really ended up loving it because I really loved watching him smack the priest across oh the my face. God. Of it. And then him just sitting there apologizing. And it's like, buddy, pal. <laughs> He was trying to eat you. It's okay. Like, it's fine. You don't have to apologize to zombies. <laughs> Maybe that's like some form of zombie racism in me, though. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I love that. 
I don't know. So, yeah, that was a good, good scene. And then him being rescued by the two other survivors, remind me their names, Selena and... Art. I'm so glad that you're good with names. <laughs> no, I have it written down. I suck oh. at names. Like, I'm horrible at names. I recognize faces, but I do not remember names, and I suck at, like, knowing which way is north and south, and so I'd be, like, I'd, I'd reach my demise pretty quick. <laughs> oh, my God. I would, too. I, I have a problem with names and faces. It's terrible. So, <laughs> like, I know. remember faces, but I'm just all like, I don't remember your name. I'm sorry. <laughs> Gosh, no. If you ever meet me in real life and I act like I don't know you, there's a good chance that I don't realize it's you. So just remind me of who you are. <laughs> <laughs> not trying to be snobby. Just act, not, a gentle reminder will be good. <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude, but my brain basically just wipes itself clean every day. So <laughs> it's like, well, we're putting that in the trash bin for today. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to remember this, but here are some facts about sharks or some shit. So, or you know, here's some trauma from your childhood. <laughs> oh my god, that is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> or remember that embarrassing thing you did in fifth grade? Here oh you go. Like, can we please forget that? Off. <laughs> You're giving me anxiety about my anxiety problems right now. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's okay. I'm doing it to myself too. Oh, moving on. Moving let's on. Let's talk about Mark's ridiculous dad joke. <laughs> oh my god, I hated it and loved it. At the same time. <laughs> I was like, so okay. So I actually have watched this movie like two and a partial time in the last week now. Because okay. the first time I was writing notes as I was going through. So, you know, I didn't actually, I wasn't really appreciating it, I guess. And maybe I'm doing that backwards. I should have watched it through and then watched it a time to take notes. But I did it opposite. And then I rewatched it actually today for a couple of places so I could be like huh but yeah but the first time I listened to that I'm like what is this guy talking about <laughs> like why is he bringing up this horrible giraffe joke it's like he throws Jim on the floor and there's this horrible giraffe joke and he's wearing that mask and stuff so it's just like what is what's wrong with you buddy I mean there is nothing more confusing than a giraffe joke in the apocalypse. <laughs> you wake up butt-ass naked from your coma, and you go hit a priest with some soda, and then a guy grabs you and throws you and tells you a giraffe joke. Right? And it makes a gas station explode. Like, what's happening here? Oh my god, right? <laughs> I kind of, honestly, I kind of wish that in the next scene where they go to Jim's parents' house, that honestly, I kind of wish that Selena had been the one that got eaten and not Mark. Oh my god, <laughs> because... listen. I... <laughs> yeah, I have the same feelings. And like, I've been thinking about it for a few days too. And it's just like, you know what? Selena kind of sucks. So, yeah, well, so I actually looked into it. And apparently, um, the actor who plays Selena and the director made a backstory for her, but it just never got added into the movie. And the reason she's so hardened is because she had to kill her parents and she was trying to save her baby brother. But then it turned out he was infected too. So he had to kill him too. Aww. So that's the way that's supposedly the reason she's the way she is. But I just, I just don't like her as a character. <laughs> Anyways. Well, I would think it, it was just awful. Cause I don't know. 
to me, I feel like she should have waited for the change to start happening. He's one dude. She could obviously take him. Like, yeah. It's not like he's going to be super tough. Any tougher yeah. than sitting there, really. Yeah, except for the fact the change, like, with the first person who got bit by the monkeys, like, it was so instantaneous mm-hmm. that if I were to see other people changing, I would almost, like, think it would be instantaneous for them, too. So, like, I see why she, like, offed him as soon as she did. Yeah. But I, I kind of wish it was her just because I, I think the movie could have used a couple more bad jokes. <laughs> oh, it definitely could have used some more bad jokes. I don't know. I just think that... You know, she's been traveling with this guy for a while, and she just offs him, like, no big deal. But then there's Jim, so... Right? <laughs> Later on, it's Later like, on. What, the, what the hell's your problem, Felina? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. Like, couldn't appreciate the act, I just did not like the character yeah. itself. <laughs> I think, had that scene not happened, I think I would have liked her more. But, because she's really cool. She's a cool character. I really like a lot of things about her. Yeah. But, I just, I think that left a bitter taste in my mouth a bit. I don't know. I feel like if if nobody had died in that scene, that maybe there would have been, like, the whole love triangle thing end up mm. later. And I just, I'm not into it. <laughs> I don't know why this even needed to have a love story in it, truthfully. Like... I don't either, like, I don't watch, like, I'm not super into, like, romantic comedies and things anyways. Mm-hmm. So, when I watch these, I'm not looking for a love story. <laughs> no, and honestly... I'm looking for some good gore, I'm looking for some good zombies, and how to survive this wasteland, that, that's what I'm looking for. The only romantic comedy I like is Tucker and Dale versus Evil, so... Oh, man. Okay, yeah, that's an exception, and I love Zombieland, too, so... Oh, yeah, Zombieland is good. But, yeah, so... I don't know. I just feel like they tried to force this romance in there that really didn't need to be in there. Yeah, and it didn't fit very well, either. It didn't have, like, a good flow or anything. And literally, the whole span of the movie is, like, three days. So yeah, I'm I'm yeah. not I'm not feeling with it. And maybe I'm jaded, but I'm not feeling it. Listen, you know, I mean, I guess you can get desperate in the apocalypse, but how desperate you gotta get, right? So Right. And you know, like if you're that desperate, they should have picked up some condoms from that gas station. Yeah, I mean like come on now. Oh man There was a deleted scene that actually involved them picking up condoms. But it was in a, these aren't ever going to get used again kind of way. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I actually saw that in the medic tent. Yeah. Yeah, they were going through the the one lady's purse. I Mm -hmm. did see that one, actually. Yeah. And it was just like, listen, two of you got penises, and you both seem like you're going to be a potential partner for this lady, so maybe just pocket them, so... Right? Unless she's got her tube tied, you might want to be covered because there is no... I, I'm not yeah. thinking there's any epidurals in the apocalypse. Oh, God, I bet there's not. And just childbirth <laughs> in general, just, mm, yeah, you don't want that in the apocalypse. No, thank you. No, thank you. But <laughs> speaking of children in the apocalypse, soon we meet Frank and Hannah. Ooh. I like Frank. I like Frank a lot. I he is such a good cinnamon roll. <laughs> he is. The only thing I didn't like about Frank was when he decided that they were going to go through that tunnel. 
Like, oh my gosh, right. I was like, like listen, Frank, uh, you've been all good decisions up until this point. Do yeah, not. he had that water collection system. Mm-hmm. Like, he was keeping his goldfish alive for hell's sake. I know. Like, like, they were in such a good spot, and they had such a good idea with the Christmas lights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the whole light issue in this movie is so confusing. <laughs> like, sometimes bright lights attract zombies. Sometimes a candle will <laughs> attract zombies from out of nowhere. It's just... Yeah. That Ooh. and, like, the whole noise thing, indiscrepancies, I they bug me. <laughs> yeah. Like, not enough to hate on the movie, but they bug me enough that I think about it too much. <laughs> Yeah, I just try not to think about it <laughs> at this point. God, that tunnel scene. So, so when the rats start running towards them, mm-hmm. I was, oh, I was like on the edge of my seat. I was like so excited. I was like, oh, it's zombie rats. And then it wasn't. And I was Aww. disappointed. <laughs> no, I, well, no. So it has to be, it has to be a virus that can be transmitted. I guess it depends on the animal, though. We are closely. Right, whether they monkeys. would show symptoms or not. Cause yeah. Because they made, they said something later about horses and whether they were, thought they were infected or not. Mm-hmm. But they were like, no, they wouldn't be. But they, but then it was the rat things, the rat, rat things, the mm-hmm. rats, they're obviously going to be chewing on corpses and stuff. Oh, yeah. So they're going to have the virus in them. So maybe they're not attacking people or other creatures, but they could be carriers. So maybe oh. if you got a rat bite, you'd, you'd be boned. Yeah. I can see that. That would be really interesting, too. I just right. But, yeah, I, I was a little disappointed in the fact that it wasn't zombie rats. I kind of wanted them to be, like, the chimps and just, like, attack them. Oh, my Which is God. probably horrible because that would be a horrible freaking death. I've seen it in other movies. Yeah. But part of me got all giddy about it, and then it didn't It didn't happen. So Aww. if that doesn't tell you what kind of person I am, I am then I don't know what does. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh, I, I did love their little road trip, though. Like, oh, that was nice. It was it was adorable. <laughs> like, it, it was just, I don't know, it didn't, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. But part of it didn't really fit with the rest of the movie because the rest tries to be, like, drama and suspense. Mm-hmm. And then there's this, like, happy, cheerful road trip. And I loved it. And I loved the grocery store scene. Oh, wow. But a little bit, it's like, okay, did you put this scene into, um, relieve stress off of people who are not super into these type of movies or what? (laughs) Well, I wonder if it was so, you know, you could kind of build an attachment to the idea of these people being a family. Well, I mean, you know, Hannah and Frank are a family, but Selena. Oh yeah. No, I didn't even think about that. Well, and so the thing that makes me think about that is at one point, um, they're resting up and Jim's on sleeping pills because, you know, Smart people. Well, actually, sleeping pills. Selena had the sleeping pills, and yeah. she was just handing them out like candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, he calls Frank dad at one point. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it was so touching. Like that is touching. So I think that's Aww. what they were doing with that whole road trip is trying to. Like, I think you're right. Yeah, but I one hundred. Agree with you on that one. Now we got to go back to the fact that Selena was giving out sleeping pills like it was freaking candy. So, oh yeah, like she's <laughs> popping pills in the apocalypse. Like Dude. everybody, we know this is like in the top ten rules of apocalypse survival. Don't take sleeping pills. No, you want to be You're able to wake up and be alert. <laughs> like, 
It would be one the thing had they that been, they... like, somewhere where they were safe, but they were, like, in yeah. an open area. Yeah, in a, like, a falling-apart cobblestone building. Mm-hmm. But, and then Frank, like, gave into peer pressure and let his daughter have half of a sleeping pill when he, he said no, like, three times. Yeah. And they're like, oh, come on, live a little. It's like, uh, really? Guys, guys <laughs> what? it's the apocalypse. I mean, no one's getting good sleep. Part. Like, they didn't make shifts of who was going to sleep and who wasn't going to sleep. Mm-hmm. They were just like, oh, we're all going to sleep, except for Frank can't sleep. So I guess Frank's watching, and then he's driving in the, all day long. So, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> I know, right? Ugh, yeah. I just, I did not understand the point of that or, like why she thought that was a good idea. And it's like, you know, Selena, for all these rules you have about the apocalypse and surviving, you just think that this would be one of the top ones. Right. And there's so many apocalypse rules that are broken in this movie. And I get it. It's a movie and I'm looking too far into it. I know. I know. (laughs) But like Jim just wanders off by himself all the time. I know. You don't do that. And, like, up until the point where they go to that diner, like, he's probably not killed anybody. He hasn't killed any zombies by then. And I'm pretty sure he, because he looks pretty young, so I don't think he's been in prison for killing somebody. And he doesn't have secret murderer vibes. So. Yeah, he was like a bicycle mailman, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. I don't see a bicycle mailman out killing people, but, you know, maybe that's just a serial killer documentary I haven't watched yet. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say it would definitely, it would definitely fit. It just doesn't seem to in this narrative. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then it was horrible because, like, when he finally did kill a zombie, it was a child zombie. Yeah. I was just like, had you not gone off alone, Jim? Like, this would have happened. Right? Like, I wouldn't have had to have these sad feelings because you saw a dead baby and then you kill a child. Yeah. And then I re-watched this movie, or this at this scene, three times in a row because I heard the kids say, I hate you. Okay, I knew I wasn't being crazy and I knew I heard that too. And yeah, like, the first two times I watched, I, I didn't really catch it. But like I said, I was taking notes and stuff. But when I was paying attention, I clearly heard it and I rewound it. Well, okay, can't rewind things now. But yeah. I went back like three times in a row and I had um I had headphones in while I was watching it. So like I just like even like closed my eyes so I wouldn't like watch his lips or anything. And clear as day, he says, I hate you. Yeah, so that means that they have like some form of sentience then. Yeah, and it's crazy because no other zombie says anything. Like, yeah. not that I picked up at least, but that scene was the one I was really paying attention to. Yeah. I would say but, that, like, the only thing that comes close to that is when they're at the barracks and yeah. a, the one zombie decides to go into the building after he's set free from his chain. Yeah. So. Like, I I would, if there was going to be any zombie talking, I would expect it to be the one that's been chained up in the yard. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was just so strange. And there was... Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was a mistake that just didn't get edited out or whether it was part of the, the um, actual, oh, crap, 
script. There we go. I wanted yeah. to say screen and it's like not screen. <laughs> it was part of the script and they didn't realize they didn't really fit with the rest of the zombies. But what it was, it was, it was, it was a very angry child actor who did not want to deal with shit that day. He just wanted to go home and have a popsicle. He looked like he was six or seven, so it's definitely yeah. <laughs> a possibility. Yeah. He was done. He was very over this acting career he was being put into, so. <laughs> he didn't want to make his parents money. <laughs> no. I can't say I blame him, so. <laughs> right. Oh, man. But, okay. So, the grocery store scene. Again, mm-hmm. I loved the fact that Frank left his credit card on the counter. Oh, my God. I had not even noticed that. Yeah, no, at the very end, after he gets all that booze and they buy all that stuff, like, Hannah gets some tea. And I think I think I said, heard her say um, she was getting some coffee, too. I know tea for sure. But he left his credit card, like, on the cash register. Oh, my gosh. I, I love that. But isn't it so convenient? They found a grocery store that had not been, like, torn apart. No, it Everything was... Everything was pristine, except yeah. for the fact the fruits and vegetables were rotting. yeah. Which is odd, because you think that, you know, grocery stores are going to get hit hard when they pop. And it had electricity. Like, the lights were on. (laughs) I don't understand. Oh, my God. Like, I feel like a lot of, there are a lot of inconsistencies in this movie now. (laughs) Like, like I said, I love this movie because Mm -hmm. I think of Blockbuster. Yeah. The good old days. I think that's why I'm so critical is because I've watched a lot of zombie movies. I've watched a lot of movies in general. (laughs) And, like. These little inconsistencies just bug me when I'm actually, like, paying attention to them. If I'm just watching a movie to enjoy a movie, then I don't really notice most of these things. But when I'm actually, like, oh, hey, I'm looking for good gore. Not just gore to be bloody, but good gore, then I'm a little bit more critical. Yeah. But But then they also find that gas tanker. That's full of gas. (laughs) I know, right? That would have been one of the first things to be emptied, too. Right? Ugh. I just think about, like, siphoning gas. It just sounds so awful. I've never done it, so. I have not either, but I've heard it is definitely not pleasant. (laughs) Yeah, well, you're going to get a mouthful of gasoline. I can't imagine that's great. No, no. (laughs) What if you swallow some of it? Wouldn't you, like, get kind of sick? Yeah, I think they recommend, you know, making yourself vomit afterwards, but I, maybe it depends on how much gas you get in your system. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a doctor either, so. <laughs> right. Um, oh. So, the next scene that I think we should talk about is the scene of Frank turning and how that was definitely the best scene in the entire movie. Oh, yeah. The barricade scene is mm-hmm. the pinnacle of this movie like it it's so you know typical they get the just they hear a distress signal they go to the place and it's deserted so typical zombie movie in that fashion but it's just the scene where i was when they have when they first get to the barricade i was like oh great another one of these things like so predictable but then it just turned out to be the best scene in the whole movie (laughs) i know right just like Ah, him pushing Hannah away and yelling for her to stay away from him and stuff. It was just like, my heart, it really hurts right now. Oh, I know. And then, like, Jim, like, having to be the one to kill him. And then he doesn't have to be the one. But you could definitely tell he did not want to. He had grown an attachment at this point. Mm -hmm. That was, like, 
such a good scene. It was so painful and it was acted out so well. Oh yeah, I loved it. I even loved the part where the freaking blood dropped into his eye. And I don't, I don't like things with eyes. <laughs> like yeah. I can put contacts in, like I can do my own makeup without any hesitation. But when I watch things where something like some kind of trauma happens to somebody's eyes, then it just, that's one of the few things that gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> I'm like, just like, oh no. <laughs> I just got goosebumps really bad because I started thinking about people touching eyeballs and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I, I'm not even a fan of watching other people like touch their eyeballs because I'm so scared that they're going to stab themselves in the eye. Right? And I, Oh God. Yeah. You watch those like, um, medical dramas where somebody stabbed themselves in the eyes with a pencil and I'm just like, Oh God. Oh, <laughs> I can't. I, Anyways, let's move on from yeah. this eyeball conversation. Cause uh, it's making me go, oh. <laughs> I don't like that at all. So <laughs> I don't like the turn this has gone. To. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, so then we move on from them being like lonely survivors to them being with a bunch of army dudes who were kind of, douchebags kind of yeah kind of kind of <laughs> well before you know that they're ultimate douchebags it's like i feel like there was a lot of red flags there guys oh yeah no as soon as they joined them there was red flags but you kind of like want to believe okay we've got this little community now there's food even though it's rotted eggs mm -hmm. like they've got a good safety system going on but then you hear the ulterior motive behind all this. And I just wanted to throttle somebody. Right? And like, how can you be that kind of person who sends out a distress signal purely to lure women in to rape them, to yeah. be sexual slaves? I just wanted to throttle him. You right. don't promise men women. <laughs> like, you don't promise men other humans. I'll change it that yeah promise humans humans that's just not it's not morally right that is not what nick yeah. valentine would do <laughs> exactly nick would be very opposed to this <laughs> what would nick valentine do not do <laughs> nick valentine would go in and he'd just murder the shit out of all of them so <laughs> yeah he would and you know, the zombies yeah oh yeah but yeah <laughs> Well, and it's horrible because Hannah is so young. And she is. I tried to find her age on there, and all I could find was she was a teenager. So she's like 13, 14, maybe. Yeah. She's definitely not that old of a teenager, definitely not of driving age. So, no. Like, I definitely would put 14 as my max for how old I think she is. And these guys were still going to have a go at her. And that's just like, ugh. Yeah, not only is that like, gross and rapey it's them being pedophiles at that point too yeah. so it's just even worse exactly and it's i don't know it's infuriating because they're soldiers they have weapons they would have the ability to build a good community if they weren't such pricks right and all people have needs and selena would have had her pick of the litter <laughs> like <laughs> Hannah could grow up and have, like, same thing. Like, they could have made it work. They didn't have to make them sexual slaves. No. they. 
And chances are, you know, there are other survivors, and the more survivors you get in, the better the community, the better it can be fortified. I mean, you are running a risk of uh, food shortage problems, but I figure you can figure it out. You don't. Yeah. You don't have Start to resort to this. Right, because they have, like, water. So, yeah, they could start growing crops. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, it's not like this was a horrible Utah desert. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, good old Utah, depending on which corner of the state you're in, depends on what kind of climate you have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's been really warm here lately, so I'm just waiting for the snow. And I hate that. I hate that so much. So. Oh my gosh. I feel you. So like I'm in the mountains of Arizona, so I'm not in the desert and it's been cold as hell. And it has, we've had snow on the ground since Christmas, literally. And my yard's a swamp and it's finally like dry enough that we can go outside again without like getting our, like our knees muddy because the mud is so deep. So I'm just hoping the warm weather persists <laughs> and then I can just go outside again. <laughs> oh man, I am so ready for spring. Yes, but spring is on. Anyway, I thought it was really interesting that they were going to keep Jim around though. Like, yeah. Like, until he was like, um, no, we ain't raping. So Yeah, like this isn't right. Yeah. Like, it's good because it kind of shows that they want to build their community in a sense. Because mm-hmm. if they really did just want women, they would have killed him immediately. Mm-hmm. Frank as well, if, even if Frank wasn't turning. But I feel like they only killed Frank because he was turning into a zombie. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, they would have ended up killing him anyway because there's no way a dad's going to let his daughter become a sex slave. So. Oh, exactly, exactly. So I feel like he would have gotten killed regardless in this movie, unfortunately. Or maybe he would have been the one to go super rad and just take out a whole bunch of army dudes. Oh my god, I would have loved that. That's amazing. <laughs> I, it wouldn't have had the same sex appeal as, you know, like, there's another scene of Jim naked again. Yeah. And then, like, once they take him out to the mass pit of decomposing bodies to shoot him like he hides amongst the bodies and then climbs over the barbed wire by use by using his shirt to protect himself so pretty clever Um, oh man so clever (laughs) i did see some complaints of people being like uh this dude was a mailman how did he take down all these trained soldiers and once again i would like to motion towards fallout new vegas so (laughs) (laughs) one angry mailman (laughs) (laughs) that's all we need to protect us is an angry mailman yeah well that's why they got the you know the saying that people go postal (laughs) oh exactly that's definitely where it came from (laughs) (laughs) so i ain't even mad (laughs) i i accept it so (laughs) oh god (laughs) but But. i i kind of love the like mental image of like a frank doing just imagine frank doing all the same thing oh my like gosh. he's a bigger guy so him hopping that fence wouldn't have been as easy but how great would it have been <laughs> i just yeah i really want to see now an alternate ending where he just goes and fucks everything up because they took his daughter so exactly because he'd have the adrenaline to do it oh yeah. like like i said it wouldn't be the sex appeal of of jim but like 
he would have definitely had the the anger and the adrenaline to get shit done. <laughs> oh man, I would have been rooting on hard. Like there's nothing oh, better yeah. than a dad being like, "Well, get ready for an ass whooping." Yeah, so, I gotta go save my kid. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I love it. That's why I watch the Taken movies. I don't really care about movies like that, but Liam Neeson being a good dad, I care about that immensely. Exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> but that's. Listen up, guys. That's why your girlfriend watches those movies with you. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> so, oh, the scene that I really liked in that whole part, though, was when he was lying on the ground and he saw the airplane going overhead. Oh, yeah. It just proves that there is more people out there. Mm-hmm. Like, not it's not just rumors that it's only hit England. That there is civilization out there. They just have to find it and they just have to get in contact with it. Exactly. And at the same time, it's like, dude, do like, none of these army guys ever look at the sky? Because that's awful damn close to their place. So <laughs> Right? The only the only army guy who seemed to um, have seen a plane was the guy they'd also walked up and shot. Mm-hmm. Because he also didn't agree with what they were doing, so. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's how you solve your problems in the apocalypse. You just shoot whoever disagrees with you, so. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, it looks like I'm going even faster than I thought in the apocalypse, because I don't agree with a lot of things. Oh, man, I know, right? (laughs) They're going to be like, we're going to eat either this gecko or this other thing for dinner, and I'd be like, "Mm, I don't like either of those things. (laughs) No, no, no. You would be like, is it (laughs) gluten-free? Is it gluten-free? Because if it's not, I can't eat it. That's, oh my my main, that's like my big problem with the apocalypse is like, what the fuck am I going to scavenge? <laughs> I'm going to be eating plain ass beans out of the can. Oh my god. It's a struggle. So before I watched the multiple endings, I was really glad that they stuck with the happy ending. Uh-huh. I didn't want it to end bleakly. It was a pretty bleak movie besides the road trip. And then, I don't know, I didn't want it to end sad, like sad for them, I guess. Yeah. Like, I understand that their original ending just didn't sit well with audiences. Mm -hmm. I wish they would have, like, fixed, like, the transition from bleakness to their happy little middle-of-nowhere paradise. Mm -hmm. But I'm not too mad about it. No. No. (laughs) I like it better than the original, just because I kind of think the original ending was blah. Yeah, it was... Definitely pretty Like, long. oh no, he's dying. Let's go to the hospital and use all this stuff we don't know what we're doing and kill him. So, mm-hmm. so that was just really blah to me. Like, yeah. it didn't make me sad or anything. It was just kind of dumb. <laughs> well, so I watched the other alternate ending. The one that the was radical just, ending? Yeah, the one that was just storyboarded. And honestly, if they could have tweaked the movie to make it actual work or figure out something to make it work correctly because for those who haven't seen it basically they were gonna cure frank in this hospital setting but it took i think it's the my theory is it was the lab from the very very beginning because there's all the dead monkeys and things so i think it's the original lab yeah and i think that would have been really cool to go back to the ad to that original lab and all that have it come full circle yeah that would have been really cool i think that would have been much better than than the um the army guys 
But, oh, it would have made for a really badass movie, <laughs> honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But there definitely was no way to do a full blood transfusion. That oh, yeah. No, I totally understand movie. why they didn't go with that way. Because, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it would have been one of those minor inconsistencies where I'd be like, okay, yeah, tell me how you got every single last drop and cleaned the capillaries and arteries and all that exactly. good shit out. Exactly. So picky people like me, mm-hmm. who are actually not super picky in real life, just it sounds like it now. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have sat well with me either, either. And I'm pretty forgiving of things. But yeah. I think that they could have figured out something. Like, you know, there was that dude in there. Maybe they could have figured out a cure or some such thing. Right. Something. Even if they had to do the whole blood transfusion to an extent and Jim still died. Like, mm-hmm. if, like... They got just had to do like get most of Frank's blood out, blood out, and then give him some kind of injection, and then mm-hmm. refill him with clean blood. Something. Yeah, I wish they could have figured out a way to work it out because that I really did like the idea of that ending. I yeah, I really liked that too, and it would have been my favorite. <laughs> yeah, for out sure. of the three different scenarios. For sure. All right, so what would you rate this movie? I gave it a 3.25. So, uh, <laughs> brain blank. Um, yeah, I went through each category, and I rate, did each category, and then I got the average. So I just, like, I love this movie. It gives me nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those movies that somebody's never seen a zombie movie like, ever, and they're kind of curious about the whole genre as a whole, like, I'd I'd recommend this movie because it has, like, every stereotypical thing. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, it's not necessarily followed every stereotypical thing, and a lot of stereotypes have come from this movie itself. But, like, if you were to ask me today, this is just a stereotype zombie movie to me. So I gave everything three, three machetes, except for gore, because of that eye-poking-out scene. Oh, God. Just, like, <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> but but it, it boosted my rating up a little bit. So I gave it three machetes and a pocket knife. Nice. And because I am a forgiving person and I just drink that nostalgia up, I gave it four machetes and a Bowie knife. So. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So together we can round it up to like three machetes, a Bowie knife, and a pocket knife. So. <laughs> So it's not. That is our rating for 28 Days Later. It's not a bad movie. And I think that maybe we should follow it up with 28 Weeks Later because I don't remember that movie at all. So <laughs> I don't remember it at all either, honestly. I know I watched it. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, <laughs> 2011 and 2012 are not the best years in my history. So <laughs> I don't remember it <laughs> at all. I I wonder I can't remember what year I even would have watched it. Probably about the year I think it was it came released. out in like 2007. Yeah. I think it, around there was yeah, about about there somewhere. I didn't write it down, but I think it I it was 2007 2008. Nice. So it was quite a few years after this one. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, and there has been a rumor for years about them making a part three. Oh. But, yeah, and one of the articles I read for, that was written last year, they had actually started really, like, 
considering making a part three. They have ideas and stuff. It's not started filming or anything. And it's still not a for sure thing. But maybe in the next 10 years, we'll see a part three to this series. I will be cautiously optimistic for that. So exactly especially since i can't remember 27 or 28 weekly (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah well and my hard part is is there's so many zombie movies now and so i feel like it's hard to find a good zombie movie at this point it really is and it's just a lot of them are so much the same. Mm-hmm. So if we continue doing ratings for zombie movies, a lot of mine are probably going to be like mid range because at this point in time, it takes a lot to impress me. <laughs> but if you want to accept that challenge, hit me up on Instagram or Facebook at Awkward Introvert Pod. Give yeah. me some suggestions. I want to be impressed by more zombie movies because, like I said at the beginning of this episode, they are my favorite. That's the reason I'm called Zombie Tia. <laughs> there definitely is. And it's not just because you're tired all the time. So. <laughs> it's not because I have permanent bags under my eyes at this point. <laughs> it's not because you go into the grocery store and they wonder if there is a zombie outbreak. So. Oh, man. <laughs> Real talk. I go to the store and I wonder every single time if they think I'm either a zombie or or a meth head because oh it's bad. God. I am so sorry to anyone who has to see me on a regular basis. Well, if it helps, I've been so tired lately. My eye twitches back, so I worry about what people are thinking about me. So. They also probably think you're a zombie or a meth head. It's probably. fine. Oh, nope, dear. now they're going to think you have coronavirus. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Well, I wash my hands, so <laughs> we should be fine. <laughs> I bite hand soap on the regular, not just when there's an outbreak. Exactly. oh so little off topic my favorite memes about this whole thing are the fact that everybody's freaking out and buying toilet paper and water (laughs) (laughs) listen maybe they're very worried about what's gonna be going on in the bathroom so (laughs) right but it's the fact it's those two items toilet paper and water. It's like, are you guys building toilet paper forts? I'm yeah. <laughs> Listen, there was like an episode of Supernatural where they talked about whoever has toilet paper in the apocalypse is king or something like that. Oh, I don't remember that episode. <laughs> I only vaguely remember it. And it was just like... Oh my god. That's perfect and now it all makes sense. So I, yeah. I recount what I just said about people. Why are you buying toilet paper? I understand now. It's fine. I mean, it's yeah. It's all forgiven. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Well, we should probably wrap this up. We're coming close on to an hour. So. Oh, okay. If you guys have any suggestions for us, let us know. We definitely, we like hitting back on messages. We do. We love it. We love comments and everything. So. We love it all. And we thank (laughs) you so, so, so much for your support. We know that, that that we have a, a little bit of more work to do in this and that you're growing with us and. We appreciate you sticking with us right now. I know. We're little well, fledglings. We're going to fly one day. One day. It'll happen. It's going to be really ungraceful, like a duck flying. Ducks don't really fly all that graceful. So. Oh, no. And that's why we're the awkward introverts. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you meet us in real life, you know, we're very awkward. It's worse than this. <laughs> it's worse than this. Like. 
And then I go home and I think about, like, everything I said and how I acted, and I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, world. <laughs> like, I, I have legitimately gone to people, like, the day after I've talked to them at a con and been like, I am so sorry for how I was yesterday, <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me except for all of this crippling anxiety. <laughs> and then I'll tell them about like my, my therapy sessions and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am like I start oversharing. It's awful. <laughs> I am also a massive oversharer, so thank you for making me feel better. <laughs> yeah, there are like a lot I'm just of like here, listen to all my these crazy things that I did and all these problems I now have oh because of it. <laughs> I just sidle on up and I'm like Hey, stranger, want to hear about my childhood? Of course you do. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a real problem. So, oh, apologies in advance. <laughs> okay, we're going to wrap this up I for think we're oversharing on this one, too. So. Oh, my God, right? we got to stop. Oh, no. <laughs> Everybody, remember to leave cookies and milk out for Jason Voorhees. He deserves it. Exactly, and make sure you follow all the scary movie rules. No premarital sex tonight. Don't go to camp. <laughs> Stay away from the lake. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to sleep. Oh my god. Well, that's the wrong movie, but whatever. That's the wrong movie. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, we're ending this now. Thank yep. you so much for listening. Bye! Bye.